emotions, because we do. The Old Jimmy Podcast. We blew it up. Got him. I hit him. Down low. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Mulehorn Gaming Podcast, where we like to blow things up, because that's what we do. Boom. We got our man, Primetime, here. What's up, Prime? What up, dude? I got a freaking gnat attacking right now. What the heck? <laughs> so sweet, bro. So Are sweet. you just excited to see me and really handsy? Or? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm blaming on insects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what up, dude? Oh, I love it. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, we were just both talking before the podcast about how we're old men and having to get caffeinated for the podcast. <laughs> I had to take a nap. Right, first of all, yeah. I loaded up on habanero uh, mango chicken, ate some of the super tasty Dr. Pepper float bluebell that launched today. I called the head to make sure they got it. I couldn't find it on their main row. I'm like, I got to find someone that works here. Like, hey, I called the head. Where's the ice cream? Where's the goods, man? And like, oh, we have a new display. I'm like, there it is. So I snagged one, ate all that, dude. I was like, oh my god, I'm so tired. I'm getting a headache from this ice cream because me and Sugar, you know, we aren't yep. best yep. friends. So I took a nap, woke up, caffeine and the Tylenol, and I'm like, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man, everything hurts. <laughs> right, everything hurts. What up, servant? Yeah, yeah, man. It's uh. It, today was a day where I realized I didn't drink very much water because I didn't have my Jocko. I usually have my Jocko, but I ran out. So yeah, I had to drink coffee and me and coffee just don't get along as much as we used to, man. It's just, yeah. yeah. I had to drink yeah. coffee every time I make a run to get coffee at work. I grab a cup of water too. Just like I have to do both. Yeah. Cause I'm in, I'm in the age now where I feel the water. Like, Oh, this feels so good. It's cleaning me out. Like, yeah, you never yep. thought about that in your, you know, young and dumb days. <laughs> right. Who needs water? Come on. Light. Right. <laughs> oh, kidneys. Crap. What is this? Yeah, right. Kidney sounds. <laughs> so, hey, we, we got a fun episode here lined up. Uh, before we get too much further, just a few housekeeping things. We have been talking about this for a while. Uh, just in our, our admin chat and our Discord and things like that about um, getting the MHG website back up. And we finally well, got well, it back up. It is under construction, by the way, just under construction. Still a lot of stuff to go on, but go check it out, mealhorngaming.com. You see right above me here, you can scan this QR code if you want to help donate and uh, support the channel, support the website, all that stuff. Yeah, there it is. Let me put it up there again. Yeah, scan that if you want to donate. That goes direct, directly to our PayPal, help support the MHG channel. Uh, make sure you join the Discord so you know when we're going to podcast and when we're going to stream and do all these fun things, you know, with <laughs> blowing stuff up on stream. Uh, but I don't have very many special beverages tonight. I just have my water, but I did pull this out of the fridge for a manservant because he always talks about it. So this is my special beverage of the night, even though it doesn't have caffeine right here, baby. AMW root beer. Solid choice, right? Solid. For no caffeine? It's all right. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get like too hyped up and not be go like be able to go to sleep because you know old man jeans. But uh, yeah. yeah, well, I don't have a special beverage either, but I have caffeine. Um, but I do have my big old Star Wars mug that my yes. kids got me. This thing's like triple oversized, and uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Good old Columbia smooth blend. <laughs> Love it, man. Love it. Speaking of Star Wars, I saw that stuff on Twitter today. I think I, I think it was you that tagged me. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. I had saw this trailer. Man, how long ago was Dude, it? Dude, it is so good. It was like a year ago. Really? I think, I think it was a year ago. I just saw it today. Or maybe it was just, I didn't see when it actually launched initially, but the tweet was out today. Yeah. The, the behind the scene thing, like how he did it or whatever. <laughs> But like the it was when it came out like a year ago, everyone thought it was like a legit like Knights of Ren Star Wars it trailer like quality that we were like gonna get to like partake in, right? Um, but I wanted to show you guys uh, on the podcast and the, on the live stream because like this is like I want to show you the before, like all his FX stuff, right? And then we'll show you what it actually looked like before he did his FX stuff. So check this out, dude. This is 
This is uh, amazing. I'm gonna turn this down just a little bit because it's pretty loud. But this is nuts. That looks so real. Mm-hmm. The audio is captivating. Dude, that part was cool, man. Fighting a TIE fighter. Yeah, he's like on the outside of a TIE fighter jumping <laughs> up to <laughs> Lighting crashing while he's jumping. Wow. Yeah, dude. And then this Pure part chaos. right here, the payoff right here is like the double saber, like. Boom. That was just so epic. But like, when everyone saw it, they legit thought it was like, they leaked it as like a trailer, right? And everyone was like, legit. yeah, everyone was like, okay, hold on. Is that, is that real? Like, is that really real? And, you know, most people didn't know for like, I don't know how long, man. It was like a really long time. And, uh, and then I think Thaddeus, you actually tagged me. Yeah. You tagged me yep. on this. Yep. Um, but check this out. This is a guy, the the FX guy, uh, Joshua, and he has a really cool YouTube. Go check him out. But he posted this on Twitter, and this is like nuts, dude. Look at look, he's in his backyard on a trampoline. <laughs> what? Jumping on the picnic table, like, and then walking up off of some like rocks, dude. Look at that, like. That's that insane. Is, that is that's some really awesome, like you know, do DIY production that looks like it's up there with the big boys. Dude, his YouTube channel is insane. Like his his YouTube channel has some a really awesome uh, effects. Like it's one thing that I've thought about, like trying to get into. I was gonna show show you his channel real quick just to give him credit. Um, just to give him credit here. Let me uh, hold on a second. Um, so every all you guys that are watching or listening can go and give them. It's like Joshua X is a YouTube channel, but like his channel is awesome, dude. It's got all kinds of really cool like effects that he like walks you through how he did them. Um, I I like watched one of the Spider Man ones on this one, um, but it was just it was just really cool to see his channel and see all this really cool FX stuff. I think he actually teaches people on like youtube how to do fx like wow that's impressive that'd be a game changer dude if i learned how to do that stuff like i'd be lost doing fx all day yeah you would like just looking at his channel it's like oh man i want to do all this stuff he's got some speaking really cool of, stuff on there speaking of star wars stuff what up jedi master bro yeah yeah what were we saying speaking of star wars stuff Oh, I was speaking of Star Wars stuff. What up, Jedi Master Row? Oh. There you go. Yeah. And thanks for the sub, man. 17 months in a row. Oh. My man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw something recently that I posted in the movie chat, um, movie TV Discord channel, and you haven't saw yet. So um, I'm a sucker for high-quality sci-fi. I even will watch the low-quality stuff sometimes um but this was stupid legit and i'm gonna share it with these called the creator um i want to see this figure this out oh there we go sharing now just for all you guys to know i have not seen this yet i have i i have i have not seen this This trailer to me to me was legit all right let's see there this. we go if i can maximize it look better there we go this is a game no, this is a movie. Oh, it's a movie. It's a peaceful place in the sky. Okay. Hey, I gone wrong. Oh, interesting. No. It's called The Creator. Why not? Mm -hmm. You gotta be a good person to go to heaven. Oh, dang. Is he like a... He like a bad dude? The artificial He's intelligence good. created to protect us detonated a nuclear warhead in Los Angeles. Oh, dang. For as long as AI is a threat, we will never stop hunting them. This is a fight 
Yeah, this looks legit, man. Yep. Whatever's in there, they're sure worried about someone getting the twist. Is it zombies? Don't tell me it's zombies. No, 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 no. Okay. You're gonna lose me if it's zombies. Nothing that will give you nightmares. Okay. It's just himself. It's gotta be himself. Oh, is this like Morpheus? Like. We're just saying. We can't go to heaven. Because you're not good. What? And I'm not a person. What the heck? Rogue One director. Right, Jet the Jedi Master Rose says this looks super good. It does, man. Holy crap. Wow. We are this close to winning the war. Execute her, or we go extinct. Dang. Wait, he's AI too? They're coming to get me. Thurman's like, looks amazing. My robot, dude. Mm -hmm. Dang. Boom. Okay, that looks legit. That looks <laughs> right? legit, Prime. I like that, man. It's like uh, AI. Um, a, uh, was it the ones Will Smith AI? Yeah, I Robot Terminator. Yeah. I Robot meets Terminator. Yep. You know, it's it looks has those vibes. That is, yeah. Plus all that, I was like, um, I haven't had a super high quality or high budget sci-fi movie in a long time. Give me the feels and chills. This so far is doing it for me. And to answer a servant's question, mm. yes, I love uh, oh, this high one. quality sci-fi, but won't play Destiny. <laughs> it's called Principal. <laughs> wow. I will always talk about how good it is and how good it looks, but I love my soul, so I can't play it every time. Yeah. yeah. It's just the grind is too ridiculous yeah. to enjoy it. This was a good question, though, or a good comment by Servant saying it feels like another movie that critics will hate and we will love. Probably. I mean, doesn't it seem like to be the case right now with everything in media? Like, yeah, and all these movies come out and they look stellar. They look great. Um, they get bombed by critics. But then as soon as the actual viewers see it, like, yeah, as high as we expect, but like way overshadows the critics i'm like come on guys get on the same page dude that's like i can't remember what was it the last movie was it the last Thor? everyone was like oh this is an amazing movie it was great and i watched it and i was like i, I just yeah. i wasn't feeling yeah. it and i was like eh, i mean it's a good popcorn flick i wish i would have watched it on disney plus but you know because I, I feel like man so this is kind of a tangent, but I feel like it, like Hollywood and like movies and entertainment have just kind of fallen off with creativity, man. And they're really having to go like deep dive into like more nerd culture, like kind of like our realm of video games, comics, like some of the books and, and things like that. And it's just, I don't know, man, it's just, it's just like they ran out of creativity because they just try to make this model to make money. And it's, I think it was George Lucas that said it He's like, it's like Hollywood just doesn't care. They just care about making money. They don't care about making yeah. good movies. And that's why. Both take a great. Yeah. No, that's why he never wanted to like sell Star Wars. But yeah, you know. That's what they'll take a great concept, a great new idea and ruin it. I'm like this was going to be so good. Um, But to. Like Halo. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Two good episodes with the overall storyline was like, What? I mean, I'm glad they labeled it as an alternate timeline, but still, like, Halo fans were like, this is not Halo. Yeah. This is Folo. Yeah. Terminal List is another good one Servant mentioned here. It's like, Terminal that one was, good. that was, yeah, that was really good. Okay. We have to address this comment. This is kind of like, I forgot, this is our fireside type podcast here, guys. So we get, we interact with the community quite a bit. But Nate says, hey, it's a gaming podcast with the guy that doesn't like any games. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Are you talking yeah. about my comment in N64 Josh's Discord about Zelda? Is that what you're talking about there? Like, 
Maybe okay. he's talking about destiny, but then again, that's a dividing comment as well. I mean, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, he's ripping on you. I'm pretty sure he, he's talking about that because, uh, okay, let me just ask you what is your short list right now for game of the year, Prime? Like, give me your top two or three. Um, it's going to be uh, Jedi Survivor. Hogwarts Legacy could be up there. Um, and I'm pretty sure Diablo 4. Yeah, I'm too soon for me. As much as I want it to be a banger, and it's totally my genre, it's too soon to tell for uh, Starfield. I know you're like, you have your meh first impressions on it but i want to see what it does but diablo jedi and hogwarts uh, i know zelda fans are loving zelda but i'm like not a zelda guy yeah i can't do zelda man I, it's like why like here's the thing i i said this the other day to servant when we were on a stream it's like why in the world would you want to have your weapons just degrade over time and make me Want to go look in the world and find cool weapons, and then I can't have them in an hour. <laughs> like, why would you want to do that to me? It just takes me out of the game because it's all about inventory management rather than playing and exploring the game. Yeah. So it's like, you know. Uh, that was the so, one thing I didn't yeah. like about The Witcher 3 was uh, degradation of weapons. But after you pass a certain point, it really wasn't a problem anymore because of what they did to kind of like compensate it. Well, once you level up, it's not really an issue. But if, it's that, yeah. if that persists through the whole game, it kind of does take away from the whole enjoyment factor. Yeah, I just I think I got probably twelve hours into the first like Breath of Wild, Breath of Wild. I think got around that, and I just like I just got tired of my weapons getting destroyed, and I was like, man, I'm just tired of like having to constantly look for weapons to explore, you know. So, yeah. but yeah, Starfield, dude, I still. I mean, Xbox has a lot to prove, man. There's people that are calling for Phil Spencer to be fired. Like, it's just... Well, there's always drama llamas out there, but I do definitely the spotlight for sure is on Starfield. I mean, after Redfall, which a lot of people enjoyed it, but there's uh, some obvious white flaws for being a AAA game. Um, I even saw those in a brief time I played. It was kind of cool. It was fun. The concepts great. I didn't get very far in it. I was enjoying it. I'm like, oh, there's a little lackluster here. But um, Starfield has a lot of spotlight. But like you said in the interview, where he was basically taking ownership verbally at least, is like their team put a lot more work into Starfield early on versus Redfield, where they kind of helped on the back end. To the tail end of it. So I'm, I'm hopeful. But I'm not saying, oh, it's going to be awesome. Just watch. I think it's going to be good. I'm holding out for it. Yeah. From what I've seen, I, I liked what I saw. I, I I don't really see what you see, but you it are just, a little more critical than I am. It just looked like a Fallout 76 graphics, and it should it's supposed to be a cutting-edge new game. And it just, I'm like, I don't really care. I don't really want to play Fallout 76 in space. Like, Give give me better high end graphics and more of a like a sci fi Mass Effect vibe and mm -hmm. yeah I'd be all over that I'd be like yeah that's like a steak dinner let's go baby but you know I get you it wasn't hyper realistic but it was more realistic looking than uh, the previous Fallout's have been so yeah I, I mean it it looked fine in the trailers but as we know from all the ones we see in E threes and things like that you never know with trailers yeah. nowadays. Oh, dude. Yeah. Never know. I mean, yeah. Redfield, Redfield's a perfect example of that. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, I will not yeah. hesitate saying that. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, I'll, I'll rip on either any platform that deserves it. I mean, yeah, we've started our podcast and our community group mainly around the Xbox platform over time. It's spread out, but we're definitely not an Xbox podcast. <laughs> No, I mean, I think we're all pretty fair and balanced. Like, yeah. we're not overly critical. We're not over underly critical. We just want to have fun, you know? It's just like, I'll never forget that, talking to a friend that worked for BioWare, and he was like, we're in the business of fun. That's what we want to do is make fun. So yeah. in the end, the way I've always reviewed games, the way I've always talked about games is, did you have a lot of fun? Okay, then it's probably at least a 7 or 8 for you, you know? So is and it like a amazing storytelling? Maybe a 9 or 10, you know? Yeah, and there's plenty of people out there that you know don't 
like to take that into consideration. They enjoy their hot takes more than anything. <coughs> Serve it. But hey, you know, we can, don't judge. Hold on. Can we talk about some of Servant's hot takes lately? Servant's hot takes. <laughs> and that's why I call him Mr. Hot Take because he brings a lot of that to the table. <laughs> like, okay, bro, uh, this is sidetracks, but we we are in a fireside chat podcast. Yeah, so yeah. we talk about all kinds of things. But, bro, saying LeBron's better than Jordan, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. He lost. It's like, alternate, it's like an alternate reality thing, sure. But like, if, if you if you have to say that he's better, if you if you take away Jordan's accomplishments, he's better. <laughs> why do you have to, why do you have to take things away to make it better? <laughs> say what it is. Oh yeah. well, if he didn't have these six titles, and he be would be better than LeBron. But it has Servant's to be. gonna be like, I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like, like if I had to, as a guy that's played basketball most of my life, played a tiny bit in college, um, it for me one two is Jordan Kobe. Like Kobe's like a carbon copy of Jordan, and he just he had the same mentality. He's just so yeah. good, man. Yeah, so yeah. good. So, Speaking and then I'd which, probably have to put Bird behind that. But yeah, I I don't know about Bird. I don't follow Bird much, but yeah, I'm definitely Jordan Kobe and then LeBron. Um, speaking of Jordan, I saw Air. And air oh. is so stinking good, so good. I mean, I well, my two my, two of my favorite actors. Well, Matt Damon's pretty good, but um, oh my gosh, for someone I love so much, as an actor, I completely forget his name. Uh, Jason Bateman. Oh, love Jason Bateman. Yeah. Um, Ben Affleck. Yeah, you know, love eight, whatever. But overall, just how they captured how it went down and seeing the story unfold that I didn't know about was so freaking good. So good. Yeah, yeah. If you yes, guys, if you have Amazon Prime right now, it is on Prime. Go watch it. Absolutely. It's so freaking good. Because like my day job is marketing, right? Marketing and content and things like that. Um, and so like as I was watching this, I was like, dude, this is kind of like pretty realistic, <laughs> like how this is going on, you know. And I was just like. It was just so good. And like at the end, when you see, and I'm not like really spoiling anything, but like at the end, when you see just how much money Jordan was making a year on that shoe deal, like was it a hundred million? He probably makes more than that now. Oh yeah. And it's like, it was this, I was just like, holy crap, dude. Like, and to think that that started the whole basic revolution of shoe deals. You know, yeah. Yeah. Shoe deals. And, players getting those type of uh, deals and stuff. It's just like it, he revolutionized the industry in, in, in multiple ways. <laughs> we love Dude. you, servant. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> like you're drunk, go home. Maybe but I'm it's like, pepper, but <laughs> yes. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah. If you guys have not watched air, do yourself a favor. It's like fantastic, man. It's, I know we usually stick to video games, but we we stray into TV and movies sometimes as well, and and that's just a fantastic, fantastic show or movie. It is so, so it's even good. Yeah. Uh, back what to games, you? though. I will say, if you are a Diablo Four fan, just recently, I um, PureDiablo.com or Diablo Four Diablo 4purediablocom which basically is like a Diablo fan site, wiki site, resource site, launched an interactive map. And I'm sorry, thanks, comment. Is it? Bugs Bunny even likes Jordan. Oh. oh my gosh. These are true facts. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Diablo. Yeah, Diablo. Um, share my screen now. It is an interactive map. Um, everything you we ever went through in the beta is there um yeah sort of by legend so if you and they're actually resourcing people out there like hey if you want to help us build this map out when the game launches hit us up wait and that's just so the one part we explored oh yeah holy crap <laughs> dude yes sir yes sir and I didn't probably get oh. half of the things listed here, bro. I mean, so, um, that's a huge, awesome resource. Great comment. Whoa, <laughs> like, geez, 
Whoa, bro. Yeah. And the whole website itself is pretty cool. There's a lot of resources. What to is check what's out, it called? So, Pure uh, Diablo? PureDiablo.com. Okay, I'm gonna try to put it in the chat here. Pure Diablo. So anybody watching can go find it. Oh yeah, I just found it super easy. I'm gonna put it over there for you guys. There you go. Highly recommend wow. it. So get yourself prepped and ready. Oh, speak of that. I am halfway through an hour and 15 minute video of Diablo, basically catching up on the lore and cutscenes with a little bit of narration of Diablo 1, 2, and 3. Uh, I came in on 3, which when it's already whatever season the Necromancer launched. Yeah. So I didn't know a whole lot of the path, little bits and pieces that I learned along the way, but it's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool. Um, story i mean it goes pretty deep so explain it to me in in short because i mean basically good versus evil kind of a deal yeah good versus evil um the high angels of heaven battling the prime evils of hell um the 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 area we're at is like uh called a uh, sanctuary and it's kind of their battleground and the hell the prime evils are trying to basically un physically unleash hell onto sanctuary and the heavenly angels that we saw in the game there's multiple of them are basically always there to fight them back and Dang. there's an ongoing story between between them and how it involves man in the middle as kind of their pawns and their foot soldiers and such yeah but yeah i hope they bring back basically the, the, the what is it the crusader is that what that was that that was shown on the picture so it looks like the crusader is going to make a return on some form or fashion probably in the season coming up that was like my main guy when i played diablo 3 was uh sorry i'm turning on my ac i'm hot in here um was the crusader yes, mule is hot um but yeah he was like one of my favorites in diablo 3 so mm -hmm. him and i think also the warrior yeah Oh, the, I saw one of the abilities of, of the warrior or the barbarian shown on a uh, on a tweet, and basically he had the probably the largest AOE I've ever seen, and like wiped the whole the whole screen of enemies just dead. So I guess it's one of the ones you open up way down the tree or something. But was it like the yeah. one where he jumps down with the spear or something? No, it was like a large like uh, he swung something in the air and like, like huge a mace or something. Around. Yeah, like a mace. Yeah. Nice. But um, something else that was teased was the Amazonian. So that could be a possible feature character as well. The Amazonian? What are they going to have? Like what? Yeah. Like a one of character? truth? <laughs> <laughs> and a spear and a shield. Yeah, right? Dang. Huh. So we'll see, man. I mean, from, from marketing to gameplay, Diablo 4 has been coming out. It's crazy good. See, when the, when the newest beta came out, I downloaded it. But I did not want to play it when I realized wow. you had to like start all over. I was like, Dude, I don't want to get burnout. I don't want to get burnout. So I uh I wasn't gonna do it. And then I was like, you know what? That horn um horse the, the horse uh uh trophy yeah. would be pretty cool. And I want to play with my necro some more, even though it was uh, it was debuffed a little bit. They fixed it by the time I completed the world boss, third try. First try was world world, world tier two, which is what I was playing the guy on to begin with. We got him one one quarter of the way through. And he took off. I'm like, are you kidding me? We did next to no damage. Yeah. Um, I dropped down to world tier one, and it's most mostly necromancers. Like, um. There's no ads, so no one's going to have minions. How are we going to do this? And we had one quarter left. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm done. I'm done. Then about an hour passed. I set my alarm for the next event. <laughs> I logged in 10 minutes for, got to the area, and we got him down with a few minutes to spare. Felt so good. But basically, I played the couple all day long. Dang, dude. I, I, I neglected Jedi for the most of the day. So I that's acceptable. Yeah, that's acceptable. Yeah, I, I had the day free. I was like, eh, I can do this. Dude. I'm a big boy. And I almost regretted it, but I was good in the end. <laughs> Jedi Nazaro. And no invite. <laughs> well, bro, 
we have a Discord where we talk about it and we yeah. do stuff in there about it. Saying, man, saying. Yeah, yeah, jumping the Discord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Servant did say that it was horrible time, or I mean, Nate said it was horrible timing because it was on Mother's Day. I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, my kids were in their mom's house. Yeah, like, I guess I'm gonna do something myself. <laughs> He's gonna blow it up. We approve. And my mom's eight hours away too, by the way. So that was my yeah, yeah. She got a nice gift in the mail. Which I gotta say, she got a um one of those uh, a large uh, mugs that had printed on there. It says. Of all the things you've done, Mom, one thing you never had to worry about was having ugly children. <laughs> and you got a picture of yourself on it. <laughs> and then I, I threw in a candle that said, my favorite child gave me this. Like, Please show your sister. Oh, my gosh. Dude, have you seen? Oh, my gosh. There, oh, man. I have to show it on stream. It's like, I got to find him. Hold on. I got to find him on TikTok because he's just so stinking good. Uh, it's this guy that does, like, um, videos about like the middle child, the oldest child, and the youngest child. Um, man, I got it. Man, TikTok's going to make me log back in. Hold on. I might not be able to log in. But um, it's just hilarious. And he did like a Mother's Day one. And it. let me see if I can find it so I can show you guys on on, uh, on the podcast. But I was laughing so stinking hard because it was like so true. Because I grew up in a like large family. Like I have an older brother, younger sister on the middle. And like, oh, here it is. Here it is. Let me Let me. Let me let me uh share this with you guys. It's it's pretty stinking hilarious. All right, check this out. This guy, go check him out. TJ. He his stuff is hilarious, man. So so listen to this. Mom, grandma, nurturer, caretaker. Today is Mother's Day. It is. And we're here to celebrate you. Because as a mom, you put up with a lot. Who are you talking to? Perfect timing. <laughs> this feels like an infomercial. I'm just trying to tell all the moms out there how special they are. As I was saying. Do you want sound effects? No, thanks. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. Mom will love that. I know. Can I say something to mom? Sure. That'd be nice. Hey, mom. Just a heads up. We're running low on potato chips. <laughs> okay. Well, happy Mother's Day from the one you can always count on. And from the one who makes you laugh and makes you late and from the one who inspired you to stop having kids what that's what mom always tells me oh, oh. <laughs> nice great man it was just, like, just so good so good. good yeah but go check him out he's, he's got the uh, older child of mine i can relate to that <laughs> yeah you're like the the one that's always a good caretaker making sure mom's good the thought for the one, the one trying to keep us together. Yeah. Yeah. As the middle, I can totally relate because it's just all about the fun. <laughs> all and... the... It makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. I've never myself. met your sister, but I've met your, your brother. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a big bro when he when I need help. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Man. So, yeah, Diablo, I think. So, sorry. Circle back to like game of the year stuff we were talking about was Zelda. I think, like for me, it's got to be Survivor or Harry Potter. Or what is it, Hogwarts Legacy? Um, but you know what's going to happen, and it's just because of all the people that love Nintendo and the nostalgia. <laughs> you know it's going to be happen. Zelda. It's going to be Zelda. It's like, without a doubt, man. And it just makes me sad because I don't think it's that. I mean, I did watch the first like maybe hour of the game watching like a Lumi lab um, and a couple of other friends that I knew were playing it. Um, and it was pretty cool looking like the, the art and everything is really, really cool. Like super cool. <laughs> Did you see all the things that they're making now? Cause you can create things. Yes. The <laughs> PP is like, everywhere. day one is like, and who was surprised that people are making this <laughs> like no yes. one's surprised. <laughs> yes, like that. That I saw a hilarious video about that. Like they could do that. Like, what is it? What is it called? It's like um, it's like some kind of like crafting thing or like something that you can do to do it. I don't remember what yeah. it's called. Did the devs but... ever imagine them making twigs and berries? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they'll do that. 
Yeah. Zelda isn't a watching game. Why do you say that, Nate? Like, I, I'm really curious why, why you say that. That isn't a watching game. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I enjoyed watching it a little bit, at least. <laughs> yeah. See, okay, servant, you're going to have to explain to me this Final Fantasy thing because I just don't get it. I can't, I could never get into the Final Fantasy games. I think it's like Zelda. If you're into it, you're into it. Um, but if yeah. you're not, it's hard to, I, I've played two different ones and the stories were always cool, but I just could never get into the, the combat style, but the new combat style looks actually pretty cool because it's less of the turn-based run around surprise. You're being attacked, take turn stuff. It looks more like real time. It looks pretty sweet, but I just like, eh, it always came out in times where I was playing other games that are my preferred play style. Yeah. So I didn't want to give up time or money to do it. So, well, I just feel like turn base is so outdated, man. Like, like even KOTOR, which we both love, a great yeah. Star Wars game, but it's like, it's just like if you were going to remake that game, it it's going to have to be like an open world RPG. Mm. Like, you can't do turn base. It's going to have to have combat like Jedi Survivor or like Witcher or something like that, where like there's some really cool mechanics in the game. You know, it's just. He has yeah. read about the new combat though. It's designed from Devil May Cry, which looks pretty, which is insanely cool. So it's like a hyper god of war. Oh, really? Yeah. Like more fluid or what? Acro yeah, more fluid. Um, acrobatic. Yes, acrobatics, but a lot of combos and like amazing visuals per every move, pretty much. Yeah. 10 million views in three days on one console for whoever asks who wants their weapon to break. <laughs> I just can't do it, man. I just, it looks cool, but I think I've just like, I can't do it anymore. I like, I don't want to, I don't want to manage my inventory. Like, and it take me out of the game. Like it just, it just takes me out of the immersion when I have to do that. That's the thing with like the division, man. The division was awesome. Like I love the mechanics of the game. Love the third person over the shoulder shooter type feel. Like uh, the cool weapons did not like the sponginess, but like mm -hmm. the fact that you have to micromanage so much of your inventory all the time and your builds and stuff, it just got too tedious and it took yeah. me out of the game. You know, like I do spreadsheets for my lip for my like life, <laughs> real life. I don't want to do spreadsheets for my video games. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to Diablo. Um, you get tons of loot. Um, but they have made it in such a way where it's easier to manage what you get. But what you what you end up using, you don't have to micromanage as much. Yeah. Which is good. They've simplified it. Um, Death, uh, Division definitely was that. Uh, one of the game was very tedious with uh, inventory that drove me insane. Was it? I think it was a little. No. The only ones I can think of is Division. Um that was just so bad. Oh, follow give me hints. Fallout, Fallout. Games that way too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. If, if Starfield's inventory system is like that, that might not be a huge. That might be a one downside for me. Yeah. Diablo and needs an auto assigning button, and I'm in. Just uh, want the gameplay. See, I think I think the one difference I feel with Diablo is it is kind of a looter and you get kind lots of. of loot like constantly and so it just feels good so even though if you don't get like the highest quality loot all the time you're always getting loot mm -hmm. and yeah. um that part has always been like the thing that really kept me in diablo and the combat like i just love like the way it feels i mean like solar purge did that our friends that we knew like they played it and they made a game that's similar like Diablo style, anything with like over the top with like cool explosion stuff just feels really like arcadey to me mm. from the old school days. And I just love it. Like, hey, I just fun fact about Solar Purge I played with uh Jim Blue uh during the beta, yeah. And he said that uh they're adding a campaign mode to their game. Oh, snap. because they got picked up by a developer. Well, they were going to get picked up by a developer, 
And I said, yeah, we'll do that, but we need some kind of campaign. So they started working on making a campaign version to the game versus just dungeon crawling it. And uh, love it. I think the developer part may have dropped off, but nonetheless, they are going forward with making a campaign built into the game. Which That's is smart. Cool. Yeah. 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 Dude, Nate, I got to say this comment. <clears throat> Diablo 3 is way superior to Diablo 2. It just... It's a different vibe, man. And then when you have your friends, it's just, it's really fun because like, I, I remember when the first beta came out in prime where I, we were just laughing like little high school girls. <laughs> Cause like, it was just so fun to run around and just destroy people with fire. Dude, so crazy. You know? Yeah. That's how I met. Um, that's how I met Oppie Freely and Aaron anger. Um, yeah. I haven't seen much of lately, but it was because of Diablo 3. And uh, IP gave me this crazy ring that shot out a fireball every like four seconds. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. And uh, I will not ever forget that moment. Yeah. So so what do you think about this, this comment? For Game of the Year, it's an open world game that's 150 plus hours almost a requirement now. I would hope that a game in the world game i would hope that an open world game is good gives me the option to have that many hours um that's just kind of my play style but as a requirement i mean there's uh i don't know not necessarily because guardians of the galaxy was not open world and was under 100 100 hours fantastic ghost game ghost of Tsushima was was open world and was about the same hour no maybe like a Probably still sub 100. Um, so it's definitely not necessarily a requirement. But yeah. those type of games that are open world, that are rich with everything of content, do have a tendency to always be up there in the running, no matter what. Yeah. I tend Shishima. Yep. Yep. I tend to agree with that, man. Like, even like Halo Infinite, um, like what that campaign. Time. That was Yeah. Great. Like, I, th I honestly, I think kind of the sweet spot for like story games, if you're looking for like just a more of a linear type experience in the story, I think the sweet spot is about eight to maybe 12 hours. That's, you know, that's like, that's too small, dude. That's if you want a linear experience. So oh, like linear experience. what I'm, what I'm, it's what I'm starting to see because Halo Infinite did that Jedi survivors doing this. What they're doing is it. It is kind of a linear experience, but they give you these options of open world exploring, oh, right? Titanfall, perfect. Yeah, like stuff like that. Like it's it's like if you give us like a really cool story that if you just know life did not did none of the side quests, didn't talk to NPCs, you beat it in like fifteen hours. Which but like be a shame, but possible. Yeah, but like if you do all the side quests and things like that, like you get like I mean, I haven't even got everything 100% in Jedi Survivor, and I have, I'd have to look. It's like, how many hours do I have in this stinking game? I want to say like 38 hours, 38 hours, 36. More than that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I'm on the opposite spectrum. I've I can. I'm not hundred percenting it, but I uh I'm doing a bam. I'm almost clearing the map and uh I've put over 50 hours for easy. Dang, dude. It's like there's so much to do in Jedi Survivor, it's nuts, man. Like the bounty hunting stuff, like when you go back to places you completed missions in, there's other like force echoes there. It's just yep. So good, man. And one thing so, I noted so about Survivor was all the things you could do in the game. The majority of them had a little extra context, a little bit of lore to it, or NPC conversations where it wasn't like boring. Yep. It made it a little it made it worthwhile to go find that thing on the map. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it was just it was just fun. I just I loved it, man. I, yeah. I mean I loved every second of that game. And they've released, I think, like three patches now to help with like uh, the stability of the game and things like that. I never had the issues that other people had. Like there was a couple of places that I would get low frame rates on on uh, 
PC, but I never had like horrible issues with it. Like I get yeah. a little bit of stuttering when I'd play and stream at the same time because I'm using a one PC setup, but uh, and I only have a 3060 graphic card. But still, it was like it was it was a it's a very good like it's probably the best Star Wars game I've ever played. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd have to disagree a little bit about uh, Serpent's comment about it not being game of the year because of launch issues. Um, for those that played it and hopefully voting on it, uh, I think majority be very positive. So, I mean, it would definitely be up there. Maybe not the winner, but like close. Yeah. And, and Nate, I get that, man. If you're not a Star Wars guy, you're probably not going to be as gun-ho about it, which I think is also why, like... True. I think Hogwarts Legacy could be in the running. The Spider-Man 2 could be in the running. I mean, Zelda, of course, is going to be in the running. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting this year to see, um, you know, who's going to potentially get Game of the Year. And we got, like, summer, was it summer games, whatever, come around the corner. So When's the cutoff for that? September? Um, I think so, because remember it was, like, when Fallen Order came out, everyone was pissed because it missed the deadline. Yeah. And it should have won game of the year. So it's true. November. Thank you, servant. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, because Starfield comes out September and it's it could it could be a contender because of that window. Gotcha. So Starfield is gonna be on Game Pass, right? Yeah. So I'll probably try it just because it's on Game Pass. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, but I think I'm gonna have to title this podcast episode as Why Mule Hate Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah approved yeah right approved yeah uh playstation servant says playstation has to play with huge games next week and xbox has a presentation next month that's right that's the summer game fest and then the playstation state to play i actually this is this is probably the first season or year i would have to say that i'm actually more excited for playstation than i am xbox and that's coming from a guy that's always been like an Xbox first kind of guy. Like I've mm -hmm. always owned PlayStations. Like I got my PlayStation four down here. Um, I shared a picture in discord with it about <laughs> needing to upgrade, but a little like, bit. I, I think I'm just, I don't know. I just PlayStation is just getting better games out right now. Yeah. So, I mean, but you, uh, you're probably going to need a new upgrade for that, for these upcoming games. Yeah, I mean, I could barely play the New Horizon games because I have like the Destiny Taking King PS4 edition. So uh, once again, guys, you see the support icon, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, lots of fun stuff. I think. Um, I think we. I want to say too for all you guys that are listening and watching and watch the podcast, listen to podcasts. We want to start opening this up a little bit for guests to come in and just talk games. Cause I think what's really fun. What we do here is a little bit different is this like very interactive, like a very interactive podcast rather than just having segmented staged um, talking oh, yeah. points, you know? Yeah. I can tell you it's, it's been, it's made it more enjoyable. Not that it was enjoyable before, but there's no pressure. There's nothing to stick to. There's no, we probably need to cut that out later in the in the final cut. None of that stuff. It just feels yeah. rose in a room. It's real. Chatting, talking about people's hot takes. Yeah. Talking about how uh, LeBron is not as good as Jordan. I'm right. just going to say it again. No, it's good. Yeah, you got to be honest sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think... That's going to about wrap us up. You get anything else, Prime? I mean, no. I can't think of anything off the bat. Um, I'm just really looking forward to uh, June 1st, which is going to be the first time we can play Diablo and my birthday. Yes, sir. We're going to have to do a special Prime birthday stream. Absolutely. But not, but not no oh, birthday stream. Nate. Yes. Quantum Error. Keep your eyes out for that game. Um, it's going to be one that Mule is going to be exceptionally looking forward to because of the amount of scary things in there. <laughs> um, but it is a dark sci-fi horror that's going to make you think of something like Dead Space and System Shock um, oh and Callisto Protocol. 
It's a different twist altogether. It's an indie developer game. So they've been doing this for like three, four years. Dang. What their small team has produced so far looks amazing. Um, but they have a long way to go still. And they they admit that. They're not giving any dates. I was like, everyone's asking, when are we going to see a teaser? When are we going to see a game? I was like, when it's ready. When it's ready. Um, so I like their vision, what they're doing. And their team so far has been solid. So, uh, yeah, it looks good. Um, and Immortals of Avium does look pretty cool. It's the uh, magic shooter, the the Doctor Strange hand shooter game. that looks It looks pretty sweet. Came out of nowhere. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, that's a EA game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see about that. But Quantum Air, yes. Got some stuff to talk about getting closer and closer to Diablo. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yep, yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for watching the podcast and listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like and do all the fun stuff. And if you want to support us, hit that link that we showed earlier in the podcast because it, it does help. Make sure you check out the new website. The website is up. We're kind of building it out. We're going to see what we're going to do there. We got a few writers to start get, getting it back up and going again. So, uh, and check out the streams Monday through Thursday. We stream on Twitch. So, come check us out and, uh, until next time, guys, remember, when in doubt, blow, blow it up! up! Yeah! LeBron sucks!